Today, I'm joined by Damon Bullimore, who is the Chief Tech Officer of Nurture Group, and also John Cook, who is the CEO of Nurture Group. Um, just to give you an idea, uh, Damon uh, used to be boss man of Brief Your Market, and John Cook, big in the game, ex-boss of LSL, and now runs the Nurture Group, the Nurture Group being uh, the organisation that runs such organisations as the Guild, Twine uh, & Country, and other prop tech firms such as Brief Your Market, um, Brief Your Market, oh, well, and others, Property Jungle, uh, Starbreeze, yeah, all these all these great firms. Um, thanks for joining me today, chaps. Um, this is going to be a bit of a meaty session, but I, I do think the world of you guys, and I know you guys have come up with something uh, to plug the gap of the money that's being lost with interstate agency with their data. Now, I can remember when I was, oh, it was in 2014, and I was at a, a big estate agency, and they were talking about this thing called big data, okay? And the fact that data was, was, was you know, estate agents are sitting on so much data, and we all know in the 21st century, data is where it's at. That's why Facebook is so powerful. That's why um, Amazon are so powerful. Why is what is the data that we're talking about here? What and why are state agents losing so much money and time and listings with it? Damon. Um, I think, like you said, Chris, data is king, and they always say in the land of the blind, the man with one eye is king. Um, and we've seen through the data that we've had inside Brief Your Market that when you actually utilize data in the right way, so when you pick the right milestones and you inject content at the right time, then people are far more engaged with uh, that message. And therefore, an agent can um, sell more products to the people and maximize the return on investments that they're, for the customers that are coming into their agency. Job? Yeah, I mean, on a day-to-day -day basis, if you're an estate agent, you probably don't think about the amount of data that you're generating. But if you've been trading for a number of years, you will literally have millions and millions of points of data throughout your organization, probably sitting in a, in a CRM or something like probably that. Probably an archive, because we all know the, the negotiators just love to archive stuff, don't they? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, uh, we're an industry of instant gratification where we want, we want what we need in front of us because we want to do deals. You know, and that and that that's a good thing because that drives that's what the customer wants. They want their houses sold. They want their houses let. But there's a whole spin-off of data that's generated from those transactions, historic and current. And 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 we're about saying to agents, look, that's important. It's your data. So firstly, don't let anybody else take it away from you because uh, it's obviously your it's customer's data and it's but it's your data. And the important thing is how you, that flows through your organization. And one of the issues a lot of agents have at the moment is they've got so many different bits of prop tech that don't talk to each other. They've got negotiators opening four or five tabs, um, trying to navigate their way through different dashboards and different systems. Uh, and, and, and we're keen to say to agents, concentrate on your day job, but also concentrate on what's happening with your data. Uh, and we're able to, to work with you to bring it into one place. Has the tech been available up until now to use this data, or has it only been the, the likes of your Facebooks and your Amazons of this world? I think it's always been available, Chris, um, because like John said, it's data that agents are capturing and putting inside their CRM systems. Um, but I think technology has moved on so much that it's allowed 
people to have connectivity between products. Uh, and that's the, the most powerful thing. And I just wanted to add on to what John was saying, that you've got to remember briefing market was, when you coined this phrase a million times, Chris, this is a Chris Watkin phrase, not mine. It was PropTech before PropTech even existed. And briefing market's been incredibly successful and proved return on investment because it was actually maximizing the return from archive data. And that shows that when you take away the kiss and forget and you really focus on all the data that you've got, you can get huge returns. Why do you think estate agents have this, as, as Damon says, this kiss and forget, this, this instant gratification as opposed to playing the long game? Um, I think estate agents are main, this mainly a sales industry and, and, and you know, your customer wants results, so you deliver results. Um, the next stage of, of growth for, for agency businesses that are sophisticated enough to think about what they're going to do with their data is, is how they, they, they monetize that and use customer journeys um, to, not, to, to refer to, say, financial services or, or, things, or, or organizations like that. And I think they, you do have to think through the journey and the process of that. And, and that's what we're doing, working with agents to say, look, we'll do all that thinking. We'll give you some best in class and we'll work with you so that you can still deal with the instant gratification, but you can be comfortable or, or what, you know, what you're good at, which is sitting on the sofa and winning the business. He says sitting on the sofa. Um, but but the, the, the behind the scenes, we'll work with you to make your data flows generate revenue for you in some cases, or just to prove return on your business on digital marketing. I mean, it's interesting. I won't mention names, but there is a CRM out there, which I do think very highly of that uh, works on their, specifically on their data, but there are some estate agents that get bored of it. And, and after that, like 12 months, or even less that they kind of say, well, it hasn't produced me any leads. Is this, is your system that you, you've come up with just another one of those with, with just fancier titles? I think it's a great point, Chris. And I think from the learning that both John and I have had through different businesses in the prop tech space is we've realized that agents are incredibly busy. Uh, and the one point I just wanted to add on from John was you've only got to look at all the right move and Zupu leads. There's products out there like Lead Pro, for example, that are part of the nurture that exists because the amount of leads that come in, it's impossible to service those. So it's not just that they're kiss and forget, it's the volume of transactions that are actually coming into the agency. You cannot have enough resource to service every single piece of data. So that's the first challenge. And I think the second challenge is when you be writing software, you sit in your ivory tower and you believe everyone's going to use it. However, when you put in that problem of everyone's incredibly busy, they want to be led and they want to be, be advised and consulted and helped. Uh, and I think that's where Nurture has really excelled with products like Comms Managed, where we completely do the service for them with their approval. I know you do content as well, Chris, and you have the same philosophy um, because they're too busy to be able to do it. Yeah, I mean, so to touch on that point, I think the prop tech industry has just ballooned over the last seven or eight years. And often what it is, is here's a great product but actually what's happening, or a mediocre product in some cases, uh, and, and it's being given to the industry and given a job to the industry at the same time. So I'm, I'm suddenly being asked to do a load of work and pay for the privilege of doing it. Whereas with, with how we're working, the nurture group is automating everything, but also doing some of the doing, as in comms managed, for example, will manage all for you. So not just prop tech, it's prop tech with people behind it that will do some of the doing for you.
So you, when we say the agent's data, we are talking about names, addresses, telephone numbers, and any other form of contact we have. But data for data's sake is one thing. How do you actually squeeze the lemon to get the money out of it? Yeah, it's a great question. We've been doing lots of work um, where we've been agonising about the milestones. And I think it's important to say it's not just data that you see inside CRM systems. The other problem that agency has is they have lots of other pots of data that are outside of their core CRM. So the first challenge is they want one holistic view, one view of a customer that says, I understand what Mr. and Mrs. Watkins have requested and what they've done and, and where they are on that journey. And then when you actually piece all that data together and you have that holistic view, you can then make really informed decisions that say, actually, we know Mr. and Mrs. Watkins are at this stage of the journey and therefore we want to inject that content. And it might be an email or a telephone call or a WhatsApp or an SMS or a blog or et cetera, et cetera. But it's about knowing where the person or people are in their journey, which is the key. We won't mention names, but a very well-known estate that was talking to you a few days ago and he said that those words to you, I mean, probably just regale us with the story. Yeah, I, I, I think one sing, clearly one single source of the truth. It, it's it's the estate agent, it's their data, one place, and literally just having a folder on a customer. And it might be a current customer, or by a customer you spoke to 10 years ago, or a customer you spoke to five years ago, that literally says how we interacted with them, what happened, and the outcome of that. But I mean, it's great to have the records, but surely the computer system needs to actually flag up and say, you need to ring this yeah. person. 100%, yeah. And yeah. that's the point we were making earlier, that because you've got, and I mean, you imagine an agency that 10 years in existence or 20 years in existence, you've got millions of records. It's, it's crazy the amount of data that agency has. In fact, I know Brief Your Market itself, which services 6,500 offices, has 41 million unique people inside its databases. Well, that's most of the UK, isn't it? Exactly. Adult population. So exactly. It's crazy when you think about it, you know, that how much agency touches people's lives across the whole of the UK. I mean, everybody complains about the portals is that they use agents' data for, the, for them to monetize. Are you basically saying that now there is the technology out there for estate agents to almost bring that back? Not not that they have to leave the portals, but actually start squeezing the lemon on that data. And I think, I think make sure the lemon juice comes to them rather than others. I mean, we talk about data and, you know, it's almost known that they don't hide it, but you know, Zoopla make just as much money from the U-Switch stuff than they do from charging out to estate agents. Might move have said that they, you know, they sell the data to other people. I'm sure there are other firms that sell their data, but this is estate agent's data. Are you going to be selling agent's data? I think that's a brilliant point. Point. I don't want to comment about Zoopla and Ryan Move, but I think um, what I would say is John's made it really, really clear. One of Nurture's core values is to maximise the amount of um, revenue per customer for our customers, and that's agents. Mm. Um, and we want to do that easily by providing automated services, providing technology, but also easily demonstrate to provide a report that shows what we've done by each individual product. Um, and I think when you have an ethos that John's created inside Nurture, that is that you're always looking down that optic, you know, that's your optic of a customer. 
and you agonise over it for us. Yeah, it's it's how can we deliver the revenue back to the agents? That's fine, and we're not going to fish in that pot. That's their that's, that's their data. It's their data. It's their. You're revenue. not going to fish that. No, fish, good, we got to the point there. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. If that's the point that's we're trying to get, <laughs> we're not fishing in that pot. No, our, our, our job's to deliver the infrastructure to to, to, to so, make so it happen. Th this, what do you call this system that you've got, which basically enables estate agents? for different pieces of prop tech to talk to each other to enable them to squeeze the lemon and get more lemon juice out of it. Um, <laughs> I like your lemon juice. And yeah. I do like lemon juice. Um, <laughs> so it's called an ecosystem and um, basically it's built on four pillars and we'll probably just cover the pillars quickly. First of all, it's single sign-on. So that means you don't have to log into every single application. So you log in once and it goes across all our nurture products. What, so the first thing, I mean, because that's the big thing, is the disconnect between different pieces of prop tech and the ability to go Control C, Control V. Yeah, that's exactly right, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, but there's been lots of studies that say an agent, on average, uh, logs into 17 different platforms every single day, which is insane. Yeah. Um, and that's not groundbreaking technology, single sign-on. That's that's the the bases, the foundations of able to log in, so you can share across that that security across all the products. And then the second part is, which is the more important part, is actually sharing the data between the products to make sure uh, agents don't miss any opportunities. So how do exactly do they maximise all those opportunities? What does this, what does the system do to enable an estate agent to get more lemon out of the juice? More juice out of the lemon. <laughs> but just, yeah, yeah, you're right on that one. Um, I think what we've got to do is actually bring two case studies to life so we can actually... Uh, see how he does that. So, for example, if you're uh, logged on to a Starbury website or the Property Jungle website uh, and you fill in a form that says, I'd like to have a viewing or I'd like a valuation, the reality is that, and we talk to agents a lot, a lot of agents will say they'll have a three-ring rule. So they'll ring them three times, and if you can't get hold of them, they'll send them an email, and that will be then, in your, your words, Chris, archived. Um, uh, three, that sounds quite a lot to me. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> Um, three rings is the latest agent I've just been with. So, uh, um, so if you take that analogy, then if you don't use a product like uh, the Nurture ecosystem, then consequently that sits in archive and it won't we'll get touched for. Won't get touched. Yeah. Mm. Um, but actually, by connecting it, so then Starbury Data will parse into Briefy Markets Tech, and we'll be constantly sending communications out to re-engage that person, and it might be in a month's time or two months' time or three months' time, but we'll make sure if they want to engage the, the office that's dealt with it at the time goes back to it. So the ecosystem will recognise that using this first scenario that, that it was a valuation that never got made and then it will automatically, without the agent having to or the neg, put it in into Brief Your Market and then put it into a nurture system. I like the egg. You like that, don't you? <laughs> um, you know where that name came from, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Because estate agents are awful at nurture, but basically, then the system will then uh, will then push out content to nurture them and tickle them to hopefully bring them full circle back to asking for evaluation in six twelve months time. Yeah, definitely, Chris. And then you know you you'll okay. capture them. And okay. remember what I was saying earlier about where Mister and Missus Watkins on or on the journey. It might be that you've been distracted and you're now at the right yeah. stage, and we re so, Yeah, but because I mean it's interesting, you know. 18 months ago we were looking my wife and I were looking for a house we put ourselves on some mailing lists in Grantham and I think I got one phone call and mine must have been archived but I'm sure damn well if someone would have been drip feeding me stuff of interest 
And again, you know, this can be done by estate agents themselves by manually taking it from one and putting it into, say, MailChimp or brief. But this system just basically seamlessly takes it from one to the other. Completely and, that, and that's just one example of, yeah. of, of, of how an ecosystem. So uh, another way to explain it is I was in front of a, a customer and they were just about to build what they classified as a data lake. They're a bigger regional agent, to be fair, would, would probably have the resource and the, um, uh, um, you know, the, the, the amount of money to be able to do it, which not everybody does. But they then said, well, well we just don't need to do this because this is a data lake. So it's where our, our data sits and when they, we then decide what we do with it. So we're not saying we've got all the answers. We're saying we've got some learnings as to how you can nurture customers and we'll work with you on that. But you may well want to, as an organization, change the data flows, but it's your data. The ecosystem is even branded the agent. It's their data, it's their ecosystem. It's not a not Because there's nurture. no point having a leg if, if you do nothing on the water. Exactly, exactly, yeah. But there'll be lots of learnings and, you know, improving um, conversions on financial services is, is, is a big revenue opportunity for agents. During the pandemic, lots of um, mortgages and remortgages were closed on Zoom. Yeah, that's virtual appointments is still a key driver in some bigger FS organisations. Like you book a valuation, why can't you just book a virtual, virtual um, mortgage appointment? So what? So therefore, the computer will know that they need a mortgage, and therefore drip feed them out stuff about mortgages. Well, it may well guess, for example, not guess, but know that they're doing a second viewing, and therefore they might be slightly priority a customer to serve up. Oh, it will work that one out then. Yeah. Oh, so it's just not. Oh, so it's quite a clever bit of kit then. <laughs> yeah, and I think the other. Important... Well, he's quite clever. This guy. He has <laughs> he has worked quite hard on it um, <laughs> in not, the background. Not just me, all of us. So I think the important thing as well is then taking the attributes of the property. So what value it is, you know, if it's a flood risk, et cetera, et cetera. And then passing that over to the mortgage provider and then then providing mortgage rates as well. So again, it's not just sitting there and saying, you're on a second viewing, Mr. Watkins. Um, it so it's not, yeah, because let's be honest, how can I say, brief your market point one, one point one point zero was just send everyone out a bit of, you know, 10 top tips on how to choose an estate agent, which, you know, is, is traditional nurture. This is this is almost not AI, but this is set working out right. This one's moving up the pile, so we need to take them down a different journey. I, does the estate agent, because again, there are other bits of software, where the agent actually has to get start with a blank piece of paper and work out what the journeys are. Have you already worked them out for them? 100%. So that, that is the real key to it. So now inside the nurture ecosystem, we have pre-programmed journeys for every aspect. I say every, like John said a minute ago, there's still some learnings in it, but, you know, like there's a mortgage component, there's a valuation component. There's... And can the agents tweak these journeys? Yes, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not too technical, because again, if I rolled the clock back five years, you know, I'm pretty computer illiterate, but even I found Brief Your Market quite hard work. Completely agree. It was a common thing, you know, that we heard, it was probably more than five years ago now, Chris. Okay, everyone, then. We'll uh, go 10 years then. Yeah, everyone, <laughs> everyone forgets that we missed two years with COVID. Um, we work really hard on the UI. We're just about to launch a new automated campaign workflow editor, um, which is very similar to uh, flowchart diagrams. Um, and I'll alert you if anything goes wrong and re results, et cetera, et cetera. So we work really hard on the UI. Right. So let's just go through the different prop tech solutions you have and how they all work from each other. So I'm assuming 
I'm assuming at the top of the funnel is how do you capture people's attention? Because we're not in the ecosystem. <laughs> They're not in your sphere of influence. So I'm assuming it's some form of social media. You were, Talk to me, what's at the top of the pile? Yeah, so the very first is obviously creating new business. So, you know, there's lots inside the sales funnel about when you've acquired a piece of data or a person, sorry. Um, so right at the very top of the pile is a social media um, a marketing uh, funnel that um, creates valuations, viewings, um, et cetera, et cetera. So what's that? So that's kind of like a, like a nurture social media system, which basically creates content and puts it in the local locality. Well, so we're doing like Val leads or putting properties out, that sort of stuff. Yeah, evaluation leads are the ones that, I mean, we've got some fantastic case studies where we've created an enormous amount of valuation. So, you know, as everyone knows, birds of a feather flock together. So you look for lookalike audiences, you post out. Um, and is the computer system building these audiences without, because again, that's a big, big criticism of state agencies. I've got this great system, but you want me to actually build the audiences and do lookalikes and I can't, I'm, you know, you get an agent to do that. They're not, they're not. No, the whole idea of nurture is that we do the work for you. So basically for the, that element of the ecosystem is you basically say, right, I'm in Grantham because we're in Grantham now. Um, and your computer system will say, right, I'm going to target people between, let's just say, between the ages of 40 and 60 with relevant content to bring them into the funnel. Is that, yeah. and they'll design it all. I mean, that there's not many people out there that have got plug and play. That is there. I mean, there's one or two, but but again, it's what you do with it afterwards, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, so that's the, the, like you said, the very start of it. And I think just one thing you said that you talked about that being um, automated, one element of the funnel that Nurture provides. Everything that Nurture provides is automated. That's, again, a core function of, of what we exist. So step one is creating great content which hooks people into the, into the funnel, okay? And that's about acquiring new contacts, new people. Yes. Um, and then from there, going down the funnel, um, we've then got website uh, presentations. So you've got the likes of Starbury and the Property Jungle um, where we'll write you a new website. Um, Again, we'll do all the content for you. We'll create the website. We'll look at social uh, SEO. What if I already have a great website that I only did a year ago? It, it doesn't matter. You don't have to. You don't have to. Use you one. can. You yeah. can. Yeah. You, you don't have to have all these no, for this no, to work. No, 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 no. Okay. You can plug and play the components you like, Chris. So I've got a great website, which um, you know the property jungle. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Starbury. Um, you know, Ben's a very good friend of mine. Um, they, they don't need any introduction because they win most of the awards when it comes to great websites. <laughs> um, how do I then capture those details? You know, people coming to my website, do you have any form of software that works on capturing people's data? What, in the website, Chris? Sorry, yeah, so obviously throughout the website and one of the elements that Starbury and TPJ do is agonise at creating the right data capture layers on the site. So um, the minute they're captured, then they're written back into the ecosystem. What does that mean in English? Um, so Chris Watkins goes on to a Starbury website. Yes. He um, says, I'd like a valuation. He, he fills out a form. I am Chris Watkins. And, and is that a separate piece of software then? No, no. It's all part of the ecosystem. It's all wrapped into one. So if I had a website built by someone else, could I have that element built into my website then? 100%. Yeah, they can do that. Um, not in the first phase of the ecosystem. 
second phase of the ecosystem is where we'll expose our APIs to be able to allow a third-party website to push data in. What about live chats and things like that? Yes, if I go down the funnel, um, so websites are incredibly important. You know, you talk about filling in forms. You've also then got Rightmove and Zoopla where they're filling in leads and uh, viewings and valuations. Um, and we capture that data utilizing a product called Re uh, Lead Pro. Okay, so Lead Pro capture, you know, so that, that's the, so Lead Pro is the piece of software that enables that when the email comes in from Rightmove, it strips the data out and puts it into your into, into your system. system yeah. And the Yomdel system captures the live chat and again puts it into the ecosystem. Spot on, yeah. Okay. Then that then follows through into Brief Your Market. Yeah, which is all about then maximizing your data. And like John touched on earlier, that's understanding where everybody is and automating. Or is that almost like the CPU of it all, the brain behind it that's driving this? Um, well, I think the, yeah, CPU is an interesting color, but, but the data is the king. That is... And that's that's it. So It's one single source of the truth. The data sits yeah. within the ecosystem, and these products sit within the ecosystem. So the agents the don't agents need to worry system. about whether they have Brief Your Market. I mean, they'll need Brief Your Market for this, won't they? But everything else is is pure, is optional, really, is it? Yeah, yeah, completely agree, yeah. I mean, in, in a nutshell... Because again, we don't want to turn this into an advert, and I know this might come across as an advert, but you know I believe in what Nurture are doing, and you know you're bringing you're bringing prop tech together to actually make a difference for estate agents. Yeah. So, so what, what our vision for the for the product is that it's the agents' data; they protect their data. It's in one single source of the truth, which is their ecosystem. Is our products are within that ecosystem? talking to them with one single sign-on. We will then work with the agent to help them generate revenue and return on investment on their data. Uh, and should they want to use other products that have open APIs within their own ecosystem, they can talk to the suppliers down the line. Next, you're going to tell me I'm going to need a new CRM. Definitely no, not. definitely not. And we're not, we're not in the business of CRMs. There's some great CRMs out there. That yeah, we, work, we partner with them. We always say that we're the CRM's friend, um, and that is could be the truth for that, the whole existence of Briefy Market. We've been heavily integrated into all CRMs, or 94% are all CRMs in the United Kingdom. Um, and Nurture's strategy through John again is, we're not interested in writing a CRM technology, we want to be uh, CRM agnostic. Would it be fair to say, I mean, in, in an ideal world, what you've described to me is what some of the big, CRMs should be doing but do you think it's almost a in, in today's technology to try and bring a CRM together and this ecosystem together in one stop is almost almost too much so therefore one one keeps the one keeps the records and one works the records what sorry one keeps the data because that's what CRM is yeah especially let, let me I, it, <laughs> There's a school of thought to actually say you don't almost need, I know you're going to, I know anyone who goes to a CRM, they're going to shoot me now. You almost don't need a CRM for, for a state agency because it's just use the data and put the bloody thing on the market. It, the lettings one, you need a, a heavy CRM, don't you? Yeah, I'm not sure I agree with that. I still think you need a, a CRM system for uh, sales uh, because, you know, you need to have all the governance of Property Misdescriptions Act okay. and all that kind of stuff. So. Um, you still need CRM. I think the key for where we're different CRMs is 
there's still a lot of agencies out there that don't use one CRM system. And so they'll use maybe a CRM for sales and maybe a CRM for lettings, and then you might use a different CRM for new um, uh, commercial, et cetera, et cetera. So that then it becomes really hard to be able to then have that single source of truth that John talked about. And then you've got another dimension on top where because of that problem, then some agents have actually said, well, we'll store other data in other areas. Mm. And all of a sudden it becomes really, really complex. And it comes back down to the original thing is, is that we've, is, and the purpose of this was that people are losing money, millions of pounds and listings because they're not utilizing their data. And the, so therefore the CRM almost looks after what you're working on at the moment data wise, yeah. whilst this ecosystem is using the data that's in your archives nowhere else to get more business into that first one. Is yeah, that, if we had to... Yes, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, that's exactly. So not everything ends up in the CRM, let's be frank no. about it, because that's often the transactional part. So it's everything that, it, 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 that happens within your organisation. It's your data, like a data lake. It's important yeah. what you do with it. And at the moment, most estate agents have this big, or what could almost be best described as, as, as a, you know, a multi-level, multi-page, you know, their, their data is almost like a big Excel spreadsheet doing nothing, take it out, give it to a piece of tech that actually is going to actually squeeze the lemon, got it right this time, to get you more business. John, Damon, thank you for your time today. Boys and girls, I've not been paid to do this video. However, I am a massive fan of the Nurture Group. Um, and everyone involved with it. John and Damon are friends of mine. And it, as you know, I don't take any kickbacks from any PropTech suppliers. But if I see something I like, I invite them into the studio and talk about it to help you boys and girls out there in the state agency and lettings land. Thank you for your time today, chaps. It's been very insightful. How do people find out a bit more information about this? Where we are with the ecosystem in the minute is we're going to beta it, uh, and that's exactly where we are. So we've got that's a posh word for testing, isn't testing, it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a tech word. It yeah, is a tech okay, word. Okay, yeah. then. Um, and we're six to eight weeks until we'll start to really drive it out into the community. So that'll be the sum. That'll be somewhere in the midsummer of twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three. That's, that's right. it. Okay. Good stuff. Um, and how do people do? People contact you on LinkedIn. They're more than welcome to contact us on LinkedIn, both or, John and I. Or look at nurture.group. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Well, thank you for your time today. It's been very insightful. And if you've learned something, then do check these guys out. Um, other PropTech solutions are available. <laughs> Let's straight that for the record. Thank you very much. Thanks, Thanks Chris. Chris. Appreciate thank you. Time. Appreciate your time.